It's a pretty haunting laugh. One more time. One more time. Is that Tara from season nine? Mm-hmm. We no. Hey, everybody, and we're live. Oh, you want to hear the laugh one more time? One more time. It's really cute oh, that no, you're laughing. Oh no, it's not that. It's this one. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and yes, um, with no further ado, welcome. It is Monday, April nineteenth, two thousand and twenty-one. It is very late. It is 10.40 p.m. Eastern uh, time here. And uh, we just finished the uh, Monday episode of uh, Big Brother Canada 9. As we continue, we start into week eight here in this 10-week season. Uh, the beginning of the Terra HOH, Jamil. The reign uh, of Terra. The reign of Terra uh, is, is continuing. She's Terra rising. I'm Dave Mater, <laughs> joined with Jamil Robinson here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. As we look at this 21st episode of this season uh, and these HOH nominations, and we see the sauce themselves, Jensen and Beth, go up on the block here. But that was not so much the the surprising thing, Jamil. The surprising thing tonight, you said you kind of hinted at me the other day. That, oh, wait until you get a load of next week. And I said, okay, I don't want to know. I kind of want to. I want to be ready when the the show hits. And uh, I and when I I couldn't well I, I could believe it I could believe what Beth was doing tonight. On the other hand, it was also still kind of hard to watch. I don't know what these two are thinking, but we should be very worried right now. Yeah, they they don't live quite in in the same reality, or at least Beth doesn't. Uh, especially, I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure about Jetson, but they don't live in the same reality that the rest of the house does. No, no, they don't. No. Um... This is <laughs> delusion is, I think, too nice of a word for how some people are playing in this game right now. Um, and you, you'll see it as we, we talk through this episode, like <laughs> some of the takes and some of the, the thought process, like the direction in which they're going. It's like it makes no sense from anyone who is you're hearing from people in the game. So from their perspective, they're like, what is she doing? And from our the viewer's perspective, we're like, what is she doing? Um, and um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Like you're delusional, mama. Delusional. Delusional, oh mama. God. Yeah, it's a, it's something else. We got to break this all down tonight, Jamil. Please, please um, so this, you know, we, we see the aftermath of the Tina eviction here again at the top of the episode tonight. We see, uh, you know, Kiefer gives us uh, some uh, diary room sessions. He says, "This is I just survived the craziest week in this game." They made their biggest mistake. So I don't know if Kiefer's trying to save some face with the fans where he's saying he's not going to just roll over and die for the trio now that he promised his life and he begged them to stay last week and he did. And now he's kind of flipped to the other side now that Tara has won. But he says he's down to fight with the Davids. Kiefer says this. <laughs> I wish I, how did I not pull that as a clip? Um, you know, I'm a David. He's fighting with my people against the Goliaths, that is, in this, yes. in this uh, you know... So even in that diary session, he still also has to give himself a pat on the back. He's like, I'm a Goliath, but I'm going to fight with the Davids this time. I'm going to fight with them. Right. Is that what this whole Big Brother season has been? Goliaths and Davids? Um, like Kind of like the Survivor season that was themed. Well, that had a very specific theme, which was like underdogs versus people who can't stop winning, a.k.a. Jetson, you know, people like that. They're it's winners. Apocalypse. It's the Packlands. Everyone's a Packlands. <laughs> <laughs> can you make us go <laughs> yes basically that is the conversations that the sauce has and that the other sauce has it seems like people are 
succeeding despite themselves. And as we go, as we see the culmination of what has happened in these 21 episodes, this one, the 21st, we're like amazed. Like, how did these people with these type of like thought process of what's going on in the house, how, how are they here? How have they made it so far? And it's, it's mind boggling, Dave. Mind yeah, it's Ugly. it's a little disappointing actually too because I thought like Beth, I thought she was she's shown promise at times. I've seen like glimpses from her where I'm like she could be a good player. She's got she and she plays for herself. And sometimes when she gives us these sessions, but then you can really only judge them by their actions. If if I had to invoke Star Trek here, um, Jamil, I would think about Kira's speech to Z Tora Zial and saying you can only judge Goldukov by his actions, only by what he does not not by what words he uses to rationalize what he's doing and uh and, and then beth I, I is the same thing she like she sometimes will say i'm i'm independent i'm here i'm not here for a boyfriend and maybe and sometimes she's even convincing but everything leads us to believe she's just completely locked in on jed what jed wants is what beth wants <laughs> yes yes and uh, even though they're in a trio it's like Oh yeah, but you're the third member of the trio. Like openly, openly would position it that some members have to be protected more than others. And Ty, you would hope, would learn a lesson from how they treated Kiefer, right? And see that he is the next Kiefer if things keep going. Final three comes around, he's the next Kiefer where he's they're gonna laugh at what he says. And he's going to be expendable. And they're going to put him in positions where can be compromising. Well, this was a great night for my draft. Tara is the HOH, which I already knew coming in. But then Ty manages to avoid the block. I actually was impressed with Ty in some fashion tonight. Just, you know, he was kind of looking around a little bit more self-aware than Jed and Beth. Not that that takes much to do. But he's kind of like, what's what? What? That's This isn't what's going on. Are you guys sure? Um, I don't know what these two are thinking, but we should be very worried right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He and uh, why don't you go on the block, Beth? <laughs> why don't you, Beth? Why, why you, not you? Beth? Yeah. <laughs> why am I the new Kiefer? Come on. Well, yeah. Like, yes. Why are you the next Kiefer? I thought that I you were the new Kiefer, Beth. And now you're saying it's me. And Jed's yeah. also saying it's me. Like if I was if I was Ty, I would be like, wait a second, if we had the sauce inside the uh, the Sunsetters, who's to say that they don't have an alliance inside the sauce, right? Right. Um, and and just that thought not constantly in your mind, trying to make sure that you have like uh, an escape route, you have a parachute, and putting all into the 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 sauce is a little bit short-sighted in my opinion well of course the only one person wins you don't win as the trio correct and the right. only person that you really see consistently doing work independently is beth beth works it she's a worker you know yeah. she's i her her results are questionable and her effectiveness yes. is dubious but she she tries she's out there trying uh she's working at uh, not jetson he's not he, you know he plays a kind of a different kind of game he likes people kind of going out he, he sends beth out as sort of his minion a little bit <laughs> cool. right too um yeah th okay so that <laughs> 
there was Tara's the new head of household tonight. We had hugs all around, but uh, Tashawn was saying this is worst case scenario for the sauce. All the sauce all end up as members uh, or have nots, which I thought was great. I thought, um, and, but don't worry, Jamil, we're going to get a chance to save them. <laughs> no. Like I know you're dying to save Jed, Ty, and Beth from from slop, right? Look, I hate that. Should we have the? Shouldn't we be able to vote for nobody? There should be an option to vote for nobody. Like give someone else more food. Is there a way? Is there a way that? Okay, how about this? That if you don't like, instead of saving a have not from from slop that that meal goes to somebody who can't afford it or something like it goes to like you know um kefir as he mentioned <laughs> it goes to kefir it goes to the it, or it goes to the head of household instead um you know maybe the, the head of household's more popular than the have-nots yeah you know maybe canada doesn't want to you know give the have-nots anything right Maybe I think that there should be an option, right? And then so, and then I don't know. It would be interesting to see how that would pan out. But you have to find a way to appease the sponsor. That's the business end of it. Yeah, like you already have the skip the dishes meal uh, during the HOH win. We don't need another one, like on Wednesday. I, I think that's kind of pointless. I, I think that's kind of double dipping um, in terms of sponsorship. So, in my opinion, I don't think we even need that segment whatsoever. Um, yeah. I think we should have an option to punish the house guests and say, um, no, skip the dishes. Everyone else gets to eat another meal. We don't like you. Yeah. That's what um, I yeah. I, there, there's something else they got to try here. Like, uh, just because in this situation, I don't want to save any of these. Even though I have Ty in the draft, I, I, I still don't want him on. He has a, these guys, they've had it too easy, these three. Um, and they need a little they bit of adversity. Slop. This is the first time on slop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't need, they, they don't deserve a pass this nope. week. Um, and there should be an option. I'm calling for it. There's rally for Wednesday. It's still going to happen. Somebody's going <laughs> to get it. Uh, it's probably gonna be tie if, if I had to guess of the three, but we'll see. As of right now. Yes. I would think it was tie. Is it still a Twitter vote? I have, you have to go to Twitter to vote for that. Or I'm not even sure. Big... I think so. I never yeah, voted. I, you never vote. I voted last time, and it was Rohan by a landslide. And the last time we voted on this kind of stuff. Okay, so uh, we were we had Ty and Beth in the defender room at one. Well, there was a celebration in the pantry. In the pantry yeah, right. Was this was, was Keeper doing? <laughs> Keeper, Tara, and Braden. Yeah, right. He's like, I'm with you guys. I'm with you. Uh, Kiefer comes to Tara into the with the into the bathroom, and they're like, I'm ready to go to war with you. Um, but you know, I was just saying, screw you, Kiefer. Like, you're such a flip flopper, but you know, I can't help admire that people are willing to grab you as a number at this point because they need you. Tara and Braden need you. So, I, don't, I, I disagree. I don't think he's a flip flopper. I think he is so <laughs> centered around his own self interest that and thinks that he's the hero of the story that he's always on his side. So, it's not him flip-flopping. It's other people gravitating towards him and are on his side. He's the sun yes. of, the, of the sunsetters. And they, every, all these planets just revolve around him. Yes. The Grim Reaper, baby. Let's go. Oh, you know what I'm going to ask for. You know what I'm going to ask for. Oh, yeah. I know what you're going to want. Where is it? Oh, yeah, here it is. The man with the mullet. Big gullet, bigger heart. Let's go. Like him and Beth 
believe that they are the heroes of this story and they talk to the cameras as accordingly as right. accordingly yes yes they're the narrators of their own story of their own of their, of their own uh heroic triumph <laughs> and good for that it, gives, it makes for good tv these are good tv type people um we had that celebration then afterwards we get the the the, the other side of it which is the other the trio they're nervous Ty and Beth at first, they know they can't survive. How did it play out like this? We get this, uh, we get this. I think this is the first Beth laugh we get, um, where she's like, ah, ha, 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 ha. Like, it's just, it was, it was really a weird one. <laughs> this is from the kitchen. This is from- so funny. <laughs> she's got an evil laugh. Yes, she does. <laughs> Uh, but what was more notable, yeah, was in the kitchen where the, so- the sauce was making food, but they're kind of trash talking Tara. About how they, you know, they they had they had to take an L here as a group. Uh, you know, the trio um, says, you know, she just floated her way here. I know, it, I know. Uh, while she's in earshot, this is bad gameplay. I don't care who you are. You like, did not check. That's something you say in a room where you can kind yeah, of check. You do not partners. do this in the kitchen. Yeah, no, nah, man. <laughs> Like, what are you doing while you're making food? Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's uh, it's crazy to me. And they got caught before. Yeah. Remember when? Um, was it was it Austin that caught them talking one time too? When so this is way back when. Yeah, and and called back them out on it too. Yeah, called them out. So they know that you can be it echoes there. Um, but Tara says, "Hey, that's really cute." It's really cute that you're laughing now, but I'm gonna have the last laugh when two of you are sitting on the block. <laughs> yeah uh so good for her i i, I like that tara stuck to her guns there's only so many options for her to do it's hard to sure. screw this up really if you're tara but um but we'll see i uh, don't spoil it um and then she gets a letter from her parents in the hoh room it's tara's hoh room Woo! exciting no. okay uh what do we have here she got a letter from her parents uh she was dying to hear what they were thinking about this whole experience she was dying i was not dying to hear about how she no, was dying to hear from her at all but uh, you, she said. But they said, "P.S. You got this, Tiger Tara." And they go, "Hey, it's Trick Shot Tara. Let's remember, represent." Bunch of cowards. Tiger Tara, when they know I'm Trick Shot Tara. All right, then we got uh, Jedson and Beth in the OLG room, um, and this is. She goes, "My main concern is that you're safe, Jedson." Beth's plan is to convince Tara that the back door, that she'll back door uh, Jed, right? And then Beth, did Beth. Okay, so I was just like, I was just like. Okay, let me tell you. Her plan was to go to Kiefer, to talk to Kiefer, to convince Kiefer of her plan, and have both her and Kiefer go to Brayden and suggest that Brayden volunteer to Tara to put himself up. And tie so that they can backdoor jet. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. That was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> Which re- relied on one, Braden actually agreeing to going on the block. Two, Tara thinking what she's saying is truthful, thinking that um, what happens if Jed or uh, Jed wins, um, you know, veto. It can't put him up, right? right? And he can keep the nominations the same. It's 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 a dumb decision, very dumb decision. 
It's a okay. very I, the the whole plan, like the whole thought process here, is incredibly bizarre. It's it's extremely like what you would expect out of some players, like in week one or two. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a week. It's not what you expect in, a, in an eight week game like this. At this point, it, Jensen and, and Beth, you know, whether or not they're recruits or not or whatever, like they should have a little bit more awareness. They should be more on the tie level. Ties more like like a little bit more what I would expect here. Where yeah. like I. Why would you do that? There's only so many of us left. Only so many of us can win. It's math. You know, there, there's 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 certain um, obvious things about it. But Beth, Beth plays in sort of a, uh, she thinks she's the mastermind here. She's got everybody wrapped around her finger. She's not aware that people can kind of read her. <laughs> read her like a book. Here's the thing. And they mentioned this episode. People misusing big pet peeve, misusing the word backdoor. You cannot backdoor someone if they play in the veto. The whole There's no such thing as a backdoor when everybody's playing in the veto. I told you it's a screen door. Yes, it's a screen door. That's right. The screen door. Yes. So, okay. So, Tara, we have to screen door Jetson. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't Jetson be even more suspicious that, hey, she's not putting me up? There's either one or two reasons. One, we're good, which isn't true. Or right. two, she's trying to put me on the block after the veto. So it's like an insult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I need to win the veto to make sure I don't go up. Like, it's that simple. Like, Is it just that it, Beth has no capacity to look at it from their point of view, from Tara's point of view, from other people's point of view? Is that um, her weakness here? Or is she so- just dedicated to Jets? One take I heard online, which I strongly agree with, because it, it actually lines up with everything. And that's from Taryn Armstrong. And he says, Taryn Armstrong, sorry. He said, people like Beth look at the scenario as what is best for her and then tries to make a plan that works only for her and then talks to other people as it's even in their best interest to help her. So that's her logical reasoning for thinking this plan makes sense because in this scenario, I saved Jed, uh, right? By making them think that we're going to get Jed in the back door, but it's not going to happen because they already have Brayden up. And if we win, chances are we're going to win the veto. We would keep the nominations the same, right? And then vote up Brayden. This is this is this is a, 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 a yeah a nonsensical logic. Uh, Cockamamie, if you will. I, Cockamamie is Mamie is right. Yeah, I, I I don't know about this, this whole thing. Was just it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch it uh, in a lot of ways. Um, we had One Tara. Thing I will say I will say concerning Tara talking to Braden, talking to Kiefer about this plan. What they did not show enough of on the show was them laughing at her when she left the room after talking about this. She looked utterly idiotic for coming yeah. to these people with this, yes, with this stupid plan and 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 thinking it would work. And then we saw a little bit of it of her boasting about how her plan was so smart and this is her move. Eh? And you know how great she is. She's a, a mastermind. She went on and on about it. Like Kiefer went on and off about it. Like that bad. 
Yeah, like it's it's interesting. Like she's so the hubris is impressive. I gotta say, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay, we also had tonight uh, a sequence here with Taryn Keefe from the HOH room. Uh, Kiefer was like, "Are you are you Tara from season nine? Is that Tara from season nine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he, then he goes. Um, but he said a line afterwards. Vito like, and HOH winner, he said after. Vito and HOH winner. And then it's like, um, he said one thing like, oh, she, she, um, she she got it or something like that. Like he acknowledged like, oh, is it that girl? The 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 one who's who's running the game? And she's like, mm-hmm. It's like, I thought it was, right? <laughs> like, it was like their playful banter like he's getting her into the stuff that he does to himself in the mirror maybe hoping mm-hmm. that maybe she will echo it back at him if he wins hoh next week so he can kind of flex right and have someone narrate his victory don't f- call me a coward tara are you playing right now you- <laughs> i'm gonna win i'm gonna win <laughs> i'm gonna win i'm gonna win this whole game like okay. i <laughs> Dang. Okay, let's see. This whole, this whole thing. Well, oh, yeah, they're the new power trio, uh, they said here, too. This is the new power trio. The most unlikely trio in Big Brother history. Let's do battle. <laughs> let's do battle. I got to give Kiefer credit. He he knows how to write his own story like better than Beth does. Because he at least understands that other people are interacting with it. Beth just is, it's a complete fiction. She just doesn't understand why yeah. the people aren't playing her game. I could understand Kiefer's mindset in, like, yes, he he believes he is the hero of his own story, which, you know what, I think a lot of people should do it more in their life. I think that's a actually a pretty positive thing. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be delusional, <laughs> right? Right. right. Uh, but he, he talks about this whole thing being a battle of give and take and ups and downs, and it seems very... He... he I think he does a better job of acknowledging his losses. Whereas Beth is like, I've, you know, I've run the game from like day one. We, we've been running the game and people like Tara floated on through. I'm like, wait, what? How many HOAs did you win up until like uh, two weeks ago? Not even a week ago. Like, yeah, well, the, the winning back, the Jensen and Beth winning power back to back. And then I think Tashawn had a, a veto win in there, right? Um, it just like it, it, it went to their heads like huge, yes. like crazy. Um, uh, and they, they 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 were like the dynasty, they were like the Lakers, you know, like or they were gonna be <laughs> uh just something else. And, and, and uh now it's it's over. They were like wah wah. Like, you guys didn't want anything. Like she said that in like literally a couple days, like two days, Tara matched their highest um individual win total with Jetson. The two. I'm yeah, like, it's <laughs> what are we talking about here? How is she a floater if if you're not a floater? Right? Like it's let- weird how they it's it, it's weird. It's one thing how they see themselves and they have sort of a, a of an inflated or in, uh, like this incredibly powerful view of themselves more than it's it's worth, or sort of more of the sum of it. And then on the other hand, they look at other people le- less than what they're worth, at least in the case of I think Beth. And 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 Jed, like they look at the like they look at people like Brayden as 
I don't know. It's not good. I it, it's like poor uh, jesters, and it's like you, you filthy peasant. Why are you in my way to the the money? Yes, yes. I am the chosen one, and you are yet a like, but a peasant. Yes, it's it's sort of like that. We are and, members of the nobility. I'm like Beth is Beth. I had to, that's why I had to appreciate Kiefer when he had that conversation with um with Ty. Um, or was it, it was no, it was Jed, and he's like, I want that money too. Don't be like, don't be under the impression that I'm just here, right? Twenty thousand, even second place will help me out. I and one hundred thousand is going to do even more. So I'm looking to win that money, and I'm like, you know what? I think a lot of people need to have that in mind when they're doing mm-hmm. these things because they kind of lose, <laughs> they lose their focus. Like I believe Jed certainly has lost his focus in this game. Uh, Jed Jed was walking around tonight, like yeah, like kind of lost, not knowing what to do. Couldn't believe Tara. How could Tara win? You got to be prepared for anybody to win. That's what Big Brother is. Jed says, but <laughs> that's okay. Um, but they said, okay, we have to. Okay, but Kiefer, uh, Tara, Brayden, they go. Hey, we got to dismantle this uh, trio. That Sean is the weak link. He has no end game with them. That's what Kiefer says. I, I tend to agree. Um, and um, and then Kiefer also told them about the Sunsetters. I, I guess Braden already knew about it. So Tara now knew, knows about the name, but he's like, you can never tell them. We'll see if that comes out at any point. Um, but uh, shut up. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, she wasn't that impressed by it. Uh, Kiefer and Deshaun in the kitchen oh, after before this. Before you get to that, before you get to that. The interesting fact was, Brayden was like, do they have a name for the trio? And Kiefer's like, no, 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 they don't have a name for the trio. And I'm like, mm, that's a little, that's a little sus, a little sus that you would just yeah. not think. Of course they have a name. That's a little sus. A little sus. Like, come on. Like, if you're Brayden, you're like, mm, that doesn't sound right. I'm pretty sure that the amount of time that those three have been staying together, they have some kind of name for themselves. Have mm-hmm. to. They do. I have it on a clip somewhere. Uh... The Isosceles Triangle, a.k.a. The Sauce, has been on fire in competitions lately. Fire until Beth, or until Tara won. Okay, and then um, Kiefer and Tashawn in the kitchen. This is where Kiefer says, I'm not with the four anymore. Now I'm trying to, I'm more playing for myself here. Um, if I were them, I'd be pissed at him if he were saying this to me but because after last week. Don't you feel like they've already come to grips with, with Kiefer not being with them? Like a little bit way too easy? Yes. Like I, I, like I thought there would be a little bit of like coverage or like, you know, I can't believe you're going to be with them. Well, they sent Tina out last week, and they kept what? Kiefer, and, and that was yeah. like that—that that was all about supposed to be being it being good for them. And Kiefer's like, no, 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 like I'm glad you kept me and not Tina. And and I think it was better for the game, you know. Obviously, like if Tina was here, this would not be as interesting. I think, I even though I think her giving counsel to Tara would be a different dynamic. But I'm more impr- I, I I like this uh, particular six, I guess, more than. Yeah, I would. If, I would T- if Tina was here, even though I was hating on Kiefer last week, and I still hate on Kiefer a little bit. Um, we'll you want see. your blue line? I, I yeah. Well, she's all right. But uh, this is where Tashawn. They're trying to bring Tashawn to this, like to the not be with Jed and Beth so much. Like, hey, like play more for yourself. And he's he's seriously considering it. It was so it was so significant. I had to pull it. However, we're getting near the end, and I gotta start playing for myself at some point. At some point, he's he has to play. 
Yeah. You know, maybe it's Final Six. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe so this is, is the what, point. You could look up the wiki and it's like, started playing on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on week six, week seven. Had to and consider like, it. Week eight. No, sorry, it was week eight. He's like, at some point, I might have to think about this. But it, I've never had to think about this before. <laughs> and then he goes outside uh, after this, after he talks to Kiefer, and he starts telling us about that it's it's chess pieces, Jamil. And he and he, he has these analogies for every player who's left. Okay. So he talks about how Jetson is the queen because he's dangerous. He can do anything. He can move anywhere. Yet, Bath is the king and because Jed protects her, but she doesn't want to protect anybody else. This is, a, you know, it's interesting just how he was describing all these, right? And then he goes, and Tara's the rook. Because she moves in straight lines, uh, and she's a straight shooter. But Kiefer's the knight. He's tricky, and you don't know what kind of move he'll make. But knight, we do know, knights, we do know what kind of moves they make. They make yeah, L moves, right? Yeah. L-shaped moves? Yep. Okay, but that's okay. And then he talks about braid. <laughs> He talks about Brayden as the pawn. Uh, he goes, he's made no moves that he's is seen as expendable. Um, oh my gosh, Dave! I don't I get don't it. Know. Like, uh, wait, and Tashawn, you're not expendable. I, I, like, you're in, you're inexpendable, Tashawn. Unless you have voting power, you're um, expendable. Right. I, it, it, that's. That's it. If you, at final six, there's nobody who's expendable. Every vote counts here, and um, you know the fewer, like Braden's vote. You might need Braden's vote, whether you think he deserves to win or not is not the point, right? But then Tashawn says he's the bishop. That's that's the game he's been playing. He's the bishop. He goes diagonal, <laughs> and uh, and teamed up with someone can take anyone down, like the queen. Yeah, if he king. teams up with the king and the queen, he can win. But I think bishops can team up with multiple pieces to win. True. Isn't that the also the point? It's space management. That's all it is. Space management. <laughs> right. Right. Like 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 uh because he's like well, the bishop teams up with the king or the queen, but the, the bishop could team up with the rook and the knight or the even the pawn. I agree. He doesn't think so. He's he, he goes, no, that these this is how the pieces line up. You know? Um <laughs> this man. <laughs> Dave, I watched this this segment and I was so angry. I was so angry. I'm like, are you trying to teach me? Are you trying to teach me something? And then I'm like, you don't think I know chess? <laughs> like, I don't think he knows chess. He just learned and he's just flexing his new knowledge. He's like, I know a little right. bit about each of these pieces. <laughs> <laughs> This is I mean, how Tara, I remember. Tara's the rook. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. You don't know. You don't know Kiefer. He's tricky. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I, I felt borderline insensitive, uh, sen, uh, incensed by the whole situation. It was. It was big brother. I'm gonna make analogies like this, but like random stuff. Like um, okay, but this but game. Yeah, Tashan doesn't know about reindeer. He nope. thinks people are chess pieces with dubious analogies at best. It's he's he's an interesting guy, I gotta say, but he's uh, I would not want to see him go. Uh, day forty nine. Um, Beth and Jetson are in 
<laughs> not a have not room. It was a defender room, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where like we have to convince Braden and Ty. Like they should be the people to go up, not us. This is what we have to do. Uh, but Beth thinks that uh, Braden would go voluntarily. And Tashawn comes in. And he goes, "How is that good for me?" <laughs> Right? Why would I want to be up next to Brayden? Why do you think that would work? But this is, uh, we're, we already played it, but let's play it again. Why don't you go on the block, Beth? Why not you, Beth? Why, why not, not you, you, Beth? Yeah, why me and Brayden? Yeah. You, know? you seem off today. <laughs> yeah, you seem off your rocker thinking that that's a good plan. A you don't see me yourself. You don't, you're, 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 what's wrong? What's wrong with you today? Come on. Let's go talk to Braden. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Let's go break down this plan for Braden. And he was just like, and then Kiefer's like, heads up. She's going to try to sell you this crazy plan. This is what it is. And he's like, what? Yes. Like you're delusional, mama. Delusional. You think I. Yeah, he goes on and on. Like Braden in the diary room can be gold. You think I, me, is going to volunteer to go on the block. I'm gooped. I cannot believe it. my jaw is on the floor. That's a new one. So no more cheese. Gooped. I'm gooped. Yeah, I'm gooped. Don't get gooped. <laughs> I really wrote my notes. Like this is bananas, right? She goes. Yeah. Uh, after she goes, talks to Tara. She goes to plant seeds with Tara. She goes. I have this brilliant plan. Uh, you know, and she's like, "Well, we have to split up your trio." And she, Beth says, I really trust you the most, Tara. I'm like, what are you talking about, Beth? Josh was on to you. Josh was on to you in week one, and you had to get rid of Josh. Justice oh for, for Josh, it's, wherever he it's is. It's so awkward. So awkward when it comes to this part, when you're just like, you, <laughs> you're having trouble. You should have like a little powwow, think it over, and then do it again, because it made no sense. Like you already have a, a bad plan, and this is how you approach approach the individuals that you need to have working for you to make it work. Nah, man, yeah, delusional. Yeah, like it was pretty nuts. And then we also got this uh, this vote for skip the dishes um, right after this point. Oh, by the way, I just pulled up the vote. I'm voting for Tashawn. Let's just see. Five thousand six hundred seventy three people have voted, and Tashawn has eighty three point six percent of the vote. Wow. <laughs> Beth has 7.5% and Jensen has 9%. So, uh, spoilers, uh, um, Tashan will be saved from slop <laughs> on Wednesday. Oh. Uh, almost certainly. In a landslide vote. <laughs> I wish they tell the percentages. Just let people know. People don't like you. Yeah. Not only did you win Rohan, nobody even like you had more votes than everybody else combined. And there was four other half knots. Yep. You know, so hey, good on for Tashan. It's always about who's least uh, disliked, I suppose. Um, Where were we? We were talking about the thing. Then Kiefer and Tara in the OLG room, their usual spot. Uh, Jed and Beth planned is explained to Tara. And Tara's like, what do you mean? You're saying, is this the part where they were laughing, just laughing more and more at, this, at the insanity of this? <laughs> it's like it, it happens multiple times when she goes into a room and she'll have a conversation like and then she'll leave and people are like, what? What? What is that? That makes no sense. Um, <laughs> you put a shit in bed. It's, it's, oh, my gosh. It's so dumb. 
She's like, who do I put up? I'm like, you put up Jen and Beth. What are you talking about? Uh, Tara took a tie to Wendy's as well tonight. Um, uh, like all these Wendy's sequences, um, you know, it's they're whatever. Uh, she always gets the junior bacon cheeseburger. Junior bacon cheeseburger for a junior kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ty got the Baconator, if you want, if you were wondering. Um, video message uh, from a husband and two kids. I didn't look, look up his name uh, or their names for that matter. Uh, family, Tara family sh unit showed up in Wendy's thing. Not in the HOH room. That was the, I thought that was a little interesting that they didn't play a video there for um, Tara, that they did this in Wendy's instead. Maybe it was a social, no, it's not that. Because when I, you want, like, they didn't want, like, her to see her seeing her kids, like, or she, I maybe, like, they can have better control over that specific space versus any other place. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it was a bit off for me. It was. Uh, Ty um, admits that he's been, he's the third wheel in this showmance, <laughs> and he knows that he can't win next to them. So, uh, you know, I, I was, I was, asking myself at this point if you're thinking about which of these trio to put up because of course you have to put up two of these three no matter what should yeah. you leave tie off is it is it because it really comes down to can you trust tie not to use the veto but really it doesn't matter if you can trust him or not, or not i think too much because whoever win, wins the veto is going to win the veto um you just hope you you gamble right on who wins because if tie does win the veto i think he is very possibly going to use it right so um but i was like i think it's worth the risk i think you're, you know if if because ty hasn't had that good of a, of a track record so far beth beth and and jetson statistically are more likely to win yep right uh, yep. just based on track record Even so the truth you keep your 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 testifying you're right. testifying but, um we also had this other who was it here there was Kiefer and other people here uh in this next scene where ty said he's yeah he was ty talking to brayden and sort of the other side right like in Kiefer and uh let me not tara but they were just like they were they they re, ty was realizing that he was being sort of cut by the trio a little bit that he yep. was the new um he was the new Kiefer. um thought i had a clip here yep he's a new Kiefer. And this is a fact that he honestly should have thought about like three, three, four weeks ago. Yeah, well, they when don't he was mistreating true. Kiefer all that time, right? Because he just he was glad he was above Kiefer. Yeah, but that's how these this, these games work. The numbers dwindle, and eventually you will be on the bottom. Exactly. You're even not playing the long game. Than, like even a lot sooner than like the people who are outside of a good position. Because they've been independently, they have it down working independently or with a smaller group. When you're with a bigger group or a trio, you're you're kind of like you have a different mindset, right? And for them, in their case, they didn't really gear up into attack mode when other people have been doing that for a while, right? Been doing it for a while, so they're steps behind. They're streets behind. It's streets behind. It's blocks street. and blocks. Yes. Yeah, it was something else. Uh, then they say this was then basically just Jed's. It seemed like Tashawn was because was like maybe moving a little bit further away from Beth and Jed here. You know, at least saying maybe I don't have to pin everything I do on them. Um, this is where he said there's no such thing as a back door when everyone plays. 
Then in the next scene, we go to the HOH room. Tara is telling Beth, I'm, I'm putting you and Jensen up. I'm a straight shooter. I'm the rook. I'm the rook, Jamil. I have to be, I, I go in straight lines. I'm not like, a, I'm not like Deshaun. He's a bishop. He goes diagonal lines. I go, you know, just horizontal up down. I don't go diagonal. Right. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, and she goes, Beth, um, okay. So there was this whole, like, Tara's decision to tell Beth here, I don't know if it mattered too much other than it gave us a great scene that I will remember forever. Um, <laughs> it was it was pretty amazing. You know, there's this, just Beth's whole reaction. Um, I thought you and I had a thing. I thought we had a thing. She's, you know, she was, she's, she's just mad. She's like, she's as mad as, because she was like, my whole plan, my whole plan where Braden was volunteering for the yes. block has fallen apart. What happened? Who who screwed up? It was Deshaun. Deshaun messed my plan up here. When he went to Wendy's. No. <laughs> he got that baconator. And that, that he just sold us out for a baconator. I just changed everything. <laughs> baconator. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dave. Oh, Dave. Oh yeah. TBD. Ba okay, you want you want to wait till we get to the spoiler section, but come on, like, ba but just bath it with these glasses on, and her like her her stares. Okay. She was mad. There were things that were not included in this conversation. Like, uh, she was saying that uh, because she's a woman, um, uh, Tara wouldn't vote her out. Tara's like, I want to work with you, and he's like, oh, she was under the impression that because she was a woman, she was never going to get voted out by. <laughs> by Tara and the the amount of vile like the, the just like ugh, well that there goes our final four like it's nothing is guaranteed you're on the block what do you like you're on the block you're gonna be on the block things are are working that way she's telling you this and you're like well you're not making it to final four I'm like one of you guys are geared up to leave you're gonna have less voting power less power in general as we get to the as we get closer to the the end and you're acting like it's sunsetters and it's week three right uh yeah no it, it was it was Beth, Beth any chance of Beth being remembered as a good player is gone after this scene in particular like like you know throw like maybe you could chalk up her plan to desperation you know, like I got to do something to try to fight for my life here. So I got to like maybe try to convince people to go up instead of me or something. May I could see it, but this like just how how she's like it was just not it was not calculated. It was just sort of uh, petulant and sort of bratty. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and go. I was just like Tara, do not get sucked in on this. But she was, I think Tara was wavering at some points. You know, <sighs> yes. And that's always the worrisome with these individuals because they talk too much, they think too highly of themselves, and they're easily flipped on. Like mm -hmm. people, are like oh, you got to worry about this person because they might flip. Like, like in terms of like they just might not make a a, a decision. You pinning your hopes on someone who can't like really. Um, you know, stay the course during an entire week. That being said, the person who feels that way also has that same issue. They're all in the same boat. All of them have flip flop. I think the only person that hasn't really flip flop that much is Tara. 
right? Honestly, because she hasn't really been in the power and made that many promises to be able to pip, uh, to flip flop in the first place. But right. so once again, what are we talking about here? Why are we pr- coming to this conversation with this type of mentality? It makes no sense. But what what is best? And like I know Beth, her ultimate goal is to keep her and Jed safe. But it seems like she wants to go back to report to Jed. Don't worry, I worked a plan for us, and I did my mastermind thing, and I saved you. And don't you love me? Can we have a little uh, another rain kiss or something like that? Hold on, I got my. <laughs> Not a little rain kiss. Never heard anybody. Cutest man in the world. Yes and no. They're the love story. They're they are <laughs> Canada's <laughs> darling couple. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Okay. They are. They're not going to show this on television. It isn't. It isn't uh, a spoiler or anything like that. But there's a six uh, a sequence where Beth straight up says that after the show she's going to hook Jet up with her best friend, or sorry, not a best friend, a friend. A friend she met once, like you know, no, bare, like it's really a friend of a friend, right? Or took something. her, who took her on a trip to like Europe. So, and... so, so she's not even looking to <laughs> stay with Jed, right? Like, she's it's like, like oh, if things don't work out, but it's like, why are you announcing something like that if it might not work out? Um, I, it's yeah, yeah, it's. What can you say? What can you say? Um, about any of it here. Okay, so we had Beth's whole thing. Then they go downstairs. There's this conference in the kitchen. I, I love when when Beth and Jed and Ty are like, "What the? What's going on? What's happening?" You know, and they're all rattled because something's happened. And here was Beth going off. Um, you know, she says, "But we can turn this around. I might be able to convince. I'm so convincing." Uh, Kiefer. I, I think at the same time it was like Kiefer was talking to Tara. He's like. The qualms of HOA, she can't please everybody. You're not, you know, you, um, and, Ke- and she says, Well, she's going after after Braden, saying Bra- Braden deserves to go because he hasn't done anything. She's like, He's like, Braden's had to do a lot. He kind of he, he he spun this whole narrative about how, about how Braden actually could be looked at as uh, maybe not a winner, maybe so much right now. He doesn't have a great winner resume, but he has a respectable resume, he's played the game. You know, off and on. Um, so it's uh, you know that he had, and he's he's had alliances. He's tried to have influence and things like that here and there. But it's been a quiet thing. But it's not like it's not as disgraceful as Beth would have you believe. <laughs> oh, I can't hear you. Have you, you not heard my chuckles throughout this entire? No, I know. I thought I, I thought you were just like, no, Dave, you're not funny. You have no, you have no laughs. Oh my gosh, Dave. Oh, these people, Dave. I like you. You believe that? Okay, they've been, they've been in this house for so long. They're in this bubble. You know, they're constantly have the paranoia that gets them, and uh, it takes them down wrong paths. But then it's like straight up delusion. It's like, what is wrong with you, right? Look, Brady could still win. Brady could still win, and you know why Brady could still win? Because there's so much game left. There's literally so much game left, right? So he's like him surviving this long. Isn't that he's a floater, right? It's that you guys haven't targeted him for elimination. 
Why is that? Is it just like you've been a benevolent, um, you know, champion and um, you on a whim decided to bless them with your with your protection over the course of how many weeks? No. Right. He had a pretty, you know, decent social game since Austin left. Right. It's been pretty decent where it was. And even like for like the first two weeks, he was playing okay. And then, but then yeah. him and Austin fell into this like thing, and then it it kind of ruined both their games. Um, largely, yeah, yeah. But like, if he was, <laughs> like, if it was Kyle in a similar situation, he never like. I don't think he would be able to to make inroads. He would still be a threat, and I'm not even talking about physical threat, right? People talk about about Braden, and Braden is like. So flying under the radar, it's ridiculous. But he's still in conversations. He's still in conversations. He was in their conversations until they got tired of him. Right? And now he's in this conversation. Right? And if he wins, he's already set the table in terms of relationship-wise that people will like, oh, Braden turned it on and, you know, was able to, to do well enough to be able to get to a certain point. Right? And that will be his narrative. That's more or less kind of like Beth's narrative. Beth has just been in the room, right? And she was part of a larger organization. It's not like she was like calling the shots, right? She's even admitted to other people about how like other people have been calling the shots and she feels like her voice hasn't been heard, right? And that she's a genius, right? So, yeah, like, so I think that they're being like this. Yeah, like the, the, the attitude towards Braden in this particular situation, I think, is naive. And I also think it's a little mean spirited in some cases. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever you got to do to tell yourself, uh, Beth, that you're that you're the greatest, I guess. Um... <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, it was so funny. So Jed's in and Beth get nominated right after this. Um, you know, she she says, Jed, uh, you know, I'm gonna, you're, you sent my number one packing in Tina last time. So I felt like I would return the favor. Um, you both put me up. I'm putting both. Well, like, how how easy was this for Tara? Like the both of these two were nominated were HOH. Both of them put her up. So like, yes, yes, yes. It's it's it makes sense. Although I would have just flat out done. Just did Jed and Ty and just moved on from it. I didn't pull it as a club, but Jetson said, You really messed this one up, Tara. You know, your 15 minutes of fame are coming to an end. What? what? <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what, why did she mess this up? Uh, she did. Well, what, what, then what's Jetson talking about? Um, that's a very good question because it doesn't really make any sense narratively and what they presented. No. Um, <laughs> I guess maybe you just gave them a soundbite for, <laughs> for the show. Well, I guess so. And like the one we get from Beth is, "Oh, Tara, you just blew off your only relationship in this house." <laughs> I don't think she did that either. So, like, they both came across as dopes. Like, quite frankly, at the end of this episode, they just were like, "Oh, uh, it's yeah." I don't know. Once again, what is going through their heads? What is going through the head today? Um, not much. Um, 
out of order side. I don't know what these two are thinking, but we should be very worried right now. Should be. Should, should be. be. So, well, now we got a veto, a screen door veto to play, and <laughs> I want to find out what the heck happened. So we're, we're going to wrap up our, our, our non-spoiler uh, part of the show here. Uh, just want to call out everything we do here on our podcast network. The multitude. The, the, the multitude. The, co- the, the cornucopia of, of podcasts. So here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, we cover Big Brother. If you're listening to this, you know that already. But we also cover other shows. We do, we've done Westworld. We've done Survivor. We do, uh, we were, we've done Marvel. We've done WandaVision. We're going to be doing Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, very soon. Uh, we were going to be doing The Serpent tonight, and then that all fell apart. Wait, uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, okay, so you yeah, you said you couldn't do it. Then Mott um, had to get his brakes changed or something. He didn't know when he would be back. And then uh, and then Jeff Hello, just Jeff. fell asleep. <laughs> and didn't and when I was like, Hey, I'm here, are you ready to go? And then he didn't answer. So I was like I was like, and then he answered me like an hour later. I was like, Well, I gotta do this podcast now. So um so that didn't happen, but sorry, I, I hadn't Dave. even promoted it. So I'm sorry, so. Dave. It's okay. No, don't worry about it. You, it would have been that great if you and I had talked about the serpent instead, and Jeff wasn't even on it. Like uh, <laughs> it was his idea to do it. Um, but anyway, uh, okay. we'll we will do it. I think I just said we'll reschedule it for another night. We're, we'll uh, see. Like no promises. Look, I I watched that trailer and I'm like, it was way too late for me to start that. I'm sorry. I I don't know if you'd be able late. to get through it. It's not. I don't like it. Um. So it's I it's which like folks. Honestly, when this, when uh, Jeff and Dave talk about it, it's going to be worth the drive to Acton because, like, Dave does not like it. Jeff has feelings about this. Opposing ideas means great discussion, which is why you need to watch the Super Mater Brothers when they do the, the serpent. serpent. Yes. Well, yeah, because usually I love it and Jeff hates it. And this seems to be the other way around. So watch Bizarro World podcast. <laughs> yes. Also on Super Mater Brothers podcasting, what else do we do? Is that I think that's everything. That's um, it for we, now. But um, just you know, I'm going to put out there. You know what, Dave? I'm going to announce it for you. The Circle Review is coming up. It's the coming. Circle Review. I want to do it, but it's like I feel like we're missing the boat because like week one is coming on, and uh, or and week two is upon us. So if we're going to hit it, we'd tell you. I mean, unless we only do one at the end. We could do just one at the at the end of the circle. We'll have discussions about it. We have discussions about it. We should have some discussions. Okay. Also, check out our other channel tr- channel, Trivial Debates, oh. where we it's a monthly channel where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and kind of a game show format. Just to show off that poster here, let's bring this up. Uh, hit the button, Dave. Uh, <laughs> my son Eamon Mater hosting on Sunday, April twenty fifth, twenty. 21 at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we got uh, some of our other podcasters in here. We got uh, Adam Woodward, who is often on our Wednesday uh, uh, original series Star Trek podcast, as well as Jody Simpson, also who's on that Wednesday podcast often. And my mom, Beth Mater. So we're going to have uh, all, uh, quite the episode this Sunday um, with my son hosting and his grandmother being a contestant. It's if you, like, you should it, refer to your mom as the Beth that doesn't suck. Because yes. she's going to win. She's going to win. 
Yes, exactly. Also, we do. Uh, well, before I show you that, um, we have our other channel, Live Long and Podcast, that's Star Trek related, um, where we talk about Star Trek multi times a week. Tuesdays, we do Star Trek D Space Nine at nine. Uh, tomorrow, we're doing an episode called Fascination, <laughs> where where like they all get like like a love potion, and everybody on D Space Nine wants to bang each other. It's like yes. uh, <laughs> it's, great. it's quite something. Um, so that's one's got me and Jeff and Jamil and the Millards. And guess what? We got a special guest tomorrow. Tomorrow, Steve Shivs from Steve Shivs YouTube channel is going to be joining us for that. Um, so hey, check that out. Uh, he's also going. Uh, well, Wednesday. Sorry, before I get to that, we're going to be doing uh, original series Ted Track, where we're going to be doing the Conscience of the King with Kodos the Executioner this week. Uh, that will be at seven o'clock, um, as well as on uh, on Saturday night, we're going to be doing our next installment of Star Trek Radio Theater. With Steve Shivs as well, as, as before mentioned, uh, coming on here to do um, our next edition of Star Trek Radio Theater. We're doing uh, a season two episode of Next Generation called Samaritan Snare. And uh, I'm going to be Picard again. Uh, we're going to have Steve Shivs as Riker. We got Chris Seymour as well from uh, Often on Trivial Debates, uh, host being the Packlet Captain <laughs> Revnilic Log, or however, and, and yeah. Instant Sonia Gomez. Uh, how good is this, Jamil? Um, chef's kiss chef's yeah, kiss it's gonna be great we got uh jeff back in his com comfortable territory is jordy laforge a lieutenant version here <laughs> and mod is data and a few others so yeah, anyway check that out on saturday night at 9 p.m um and i think i hit it on everything those are all our our shows and everything else oh and last night we did star trek radio theater we, you were uh julian Bashir did a great job jamil i haven't even had a chance to edit the audio version yet Hey, it's so, busy. folks, um, watch the version uh, that is available, uh, warts and all. It, it was a fun time. Look, like if you never listened to it before, check it out. There's a ton of uh, previous episodes. Um, maybe your favorite episode has already been done. Check it out. We all have fun with it. You're going to have fun listening in. Um, so check it out. Yeah, Star Trek Radio Theater. Yes, great, excellent job. Okay, well, we're jumping into the spoiler section, so go away if you don't want to know. All right, here we go, and let's hear some F. Murray Abramson, Academy Award winner. Okay, so, <laughs> oh my God, Beth and Jenna are on the block. Yes. What do you think is the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario... And I'm telling you that the worst case scenario didn't happen. Okay. The worst case scenario is uh, Kiefer wins. No. No, the no, no. Would, no, that would still not be the worst case. The worst case scenario is uh, Ty wins and he takes down Jetson. Okay. That doesn't happen. <laughs> okay. Now, what do you think is the dumbest case scenario that could possibly happen? Dumbest... And I mean... And I mean all time. No, you know what? Let, let's first start off. Who do you think won Vito? Uh, I think it's somebody who's not a nominee won. That's not correct. So Sorry, a nominee did done. win. Yes. Okay. So a nominee won. So somebody's taking themselves down. Uh, presumably it was Jetson? Jetson did win. Okay. Okay. So what is the move, do you think? What would be... The dumbest move. What for Tara? Do. What? No, for Jetson. 
No. <laughs> it's actually worse than what you're thinking. He didn't take Beth down. Instead. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. <laughs> he took Beth down. Um, Kiefer goes, you know what? Why don't I try to see if I can convince Jed to take Beth down? Okay. And they work on him. <laughs> Wait, what is yes. going on here? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold. You're on. like you're you're looking to confirm it's true. It's <laughs> I I I had to double check to make sure because I'm like this is too dumb to be true. It's true. Is it because of the rain kiss? No, no rain kiss. Never heard anybody. Cutest man in the world. Um. Okay, so okay, so okay, and then and then put up who like Ty. So you would think, <laughs> you would think, no, they put up Brayden. No, but you you can't put up Brayden. What do you mean you can't put up Brayden? Well, if you want to, unless you want to vote out Brayden. <laughs> so, um. Beth does not. They convince um, Tara that um, don't put up Ty because that means Jed's going to be mad at you, and she doesn't want Jed being mad. And she Tara doesn't want Jed being mad. Yes, she wants. Why does she care if Jed is mad? She wants a peaceful household situation. She just wants that twenty grand. Ty has said that he's okay being put up on the block against Jed. It gets worse. Tara asks Brayden, do you mind going up on the block? Brandon goes, it's okay. And she's like, keep in mind, if you have any objections, I'll hear them. No, it's fine. So <laughs> that night, Kiefer and Brayden are talking, and Brayden's like, you know what? Maybe I should have told Tara not to put me up. And Kiefer's like, well, then you should go talk to her. Just just go and talk to her and get that cleared up. Don't worry. <laughs> and then <laughs> um, later on that night, uh, when they're in bed and everything, he's like, um, you know, I really have a bad feeling about me going up. And Kiefer's like, then you should go and talk to Tara. Tara is looking for any excuse not to put Brayden up. But because oh, Brayden is so nonchalant. Who cares? <laughs> dude, dude, dude. It doesn't matter if he's nonchalant. Dude. Your oh final six. It doesn't matter. Dude, I, I don't understand this. I, I, I was so confused. I was so confused. So she did it? If you look up online. The nominees currently are <laughs> Jed, is... and... <laughs> Jed and Brayden. Does she understand who's voting? Like, okay, okay. So, so, so Jedson has a vote now, and so does Tashawn. Those are no, two no. votes. Ty has a vote. Beth has a vote, and Keith or Kiefer. Oh, has wait, a vote. yeah, because yes, Jed's still up there. Okay, Jed's yeah. still up there. Okay, so okay, so um, so Ty and and Beth have votes. That's two votes right there. Then you have. Kiefer. Uh, Kiefer and... That's it? Oh, yeah. Six? <laughs> Six. 
But it's did, not did even Tara a tie. not? Why? I don't understand. Why did did Tara not think? There's no tie. There's no tie. <laughs> Has, Tara, Has Tara figured this out yet? So one of the highlights, I believe, from today's ep, uh, today um, on the feeds was Tara asking Kiefer, "Do you think I screwed us over?" And <laughs> Kiefer's like, "I think you might have." Um, but we could still figure this out. You know, Kiefer in his typical positive attitude, he's not he he's not going to like he 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 thinks under his impression that whatever happens this week, he's gonna be okay because he's gonna win next week or the next HOH, quote unquote next HOH. Which look, it's bad news all around because let's say they do vote out Jed, he's gonna be in the the, the buyback with whoever is put up next right because there's a buyback <laughs> so when she's when she's saying she doesn't want to get him angry with the thought process that they're going to vote out jed he's going to turn around and be coming back in the house it seems more than likely right more than likely i don't i, I don't want to buy back here anyway that's why like, it sucks so much it sucks so much no i don't want this <laughs> so Oh my gosh, it's so it's so dumb. It's literally so dumb. No. Her whole plan was to dismantle the trio. What why not put tie up? I I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense. It's Why super, didn't Kiefer why Kiefer didn't Kiefer allow this to happen? He can't do anything. He can only advise her. He can only Of course, advise of her. course, but like like why does he have he to get Brayden to go he what said it's safer to keep to Brayden. What? No, to keep Brayden off the block. Yes, then why safer. didn't she do what okay? So if, if so who who got in her head about this? I don't get it. Um Tara uh, not, uh, uh Beth um Beth Jed and um and Ty? Not really Ty though, but so Ben and Jeff Beth, Beth and Jed. Yep. convinced Tara to do this. Yep. Why? Why would she fall for that? That's a very good question. And now, like, um, Jed and um, and Beth are talking about how they're going to flip the vote. To what? To keep Ty. Keep Ty? Because they were... Con she was trying to... Con she was convincing Tara that they were going to vote on Jed. Okay. I want them to vote out Jed. Um, you don't want them. You I, I, want I don't them want them. To, I, I don't want. I, I want somebody from this trio out this week. Are you saying that's not going to happen? Uh, who knows? Like this is the problem. They keep changing their mind in terms of decisions. They keep doing it, and it's hard to read. Just like with Kiefer, right? It seemed like it was set in stone. Day turns around. I look like a complete fool, right? And in this case. I'm like, well, oh, not really, I, not really. But like, yeah, we all said well, we all it, were it, writing his. Uh, he, we said he was dead. But it, it seemed like the problem is we try to apply logic to people who are not playing with any type of logic. Their logic is flawed. So when we're like, if you put Kiefer up, you got to vote him out. This makes no sense to keep this man. He's gonna hold it as a grudge against you. So said, so done. The captain, the dude, is basically against them, right? Mm. Um, it it seems pointless. And uh, like, I don't know 
if I can st- like that's why I say Wednesday is going to be the more telling one because it's going to be up to Wednesday and there's going to be more than enough time because the veto nomination's already been done. So right now it's just campaigning. So when Wednesday comes around, we should have a better idea as to what's going to go happen, what's going to happen. But as of right now, this is where we're at. And it's just kind of like picking through a lot of what happens. Now, let me ask you a question. I'm going to ask you another question. I know you're kind of annoyed already. You are annoyed. I feel you feel like you just got knocked out of pain. I was having a good I was having a good night, Jamil. I was having a good episode. I thought this was all going so well. And then even when you told me that Jed won the veto, I was like, okay, well, they, then you do this. It was it was a timed veto. It was a timed veto. And then I was thrilled when you told me he took Beth down. I was like, great, then put up t- put up Ty and they'll vote up Jed. Yeah. Um, right? Yeah. How um how long do you think it took for him to clear through the veto? Jed. Oh, it was like the slip and slide? No, it was like uh, it was a timed, you know, I'll take get a puzzle from one end to the other end of. Um, it wasn't no. a maze, but it was. Uh, How long do you well, think? Uh, timed uh, was, a timed veto. A time. I don't know. It could be like five minutes, something like that. Jed did it in less time than five minutes. Do you want to guess again? What was the longest time? Like half an hour? Um, like, Braden said it was disgraceful what he did, and I don't think he mentioned what his time was. Okay, so let's assume he maxed out at half an hour or something yes. like that. So even sometimes even sixty minutes they give for some of these challenges. So, uh, so he did it what like under two minutes, under a minute. Yes to your second statement. Under a minute. Yeah. Okay. Impressive. So what, you want to guess? We... You want to guess? It's it gets. <laughs> You want to guess again? One more guess. 10 seconds. No, not 10 seconds. 32 seconds it took for him to do the veto. Okay. Uh, Impressive. Good for you, Jed. Um, And then he took down his uh, The questions I have is, what kind of veto, time veto, takes 32 seconds to to finish? That that seems pretty horrible. We're going to find out. Yes. On Wednesday. So... um... But if if Braden took half an hour and he only took thirty seconds, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Oh my gosh! I like yeah. everyone. Just seems dumb. Everyone. Everyone <sighs> seems dumb. We're like mm-hmm. uh, Tara's dumb. Like Ty is dumb. Braden's dumb. Kiefer's a little bit dumb. Uh, Beth is just. Ugh. It's just like these people are so stupid. I shouldn't say stupid. I shouldn't say stupid. They are in this bubble, and I don't know where their mind has taken them in terms of this decision. See, much better, much better statement. Well, yes, uh, they're they're making some questionable choices. They're not the choices I would make, and you know, I think that that's the the I, I'm I'm very gravitated towards the idea of playing this game because I'm like I wouldn't make these. St- dumb decisions that they make but then maybe i would i don't know so it's uh because everyone would love you dave everyone would love me love you. i don't know if everyone would love me but i like to think i would be smart enough not to put up brayden here in this particular scenario you know if i was tara that's yeah. all that's you know i think that's where i'm I'm like i don't understand where you're coming from here do you not like you have to like look at it like get the m&ms 
get the color and then like figure out who's voting <laughs> and how that vote's going to go. Like, come on, Tara. What kind of loyalty are you expecting from Beth when you just put her up? Like nothing. Literally. Like this makes no sense. Like you have okay, you have like you wanted to dismantle the trio. You've made two members of the trio the majority of this vote, and the other one's Kiefer. Like yep. so, what do you? This is not good. I'm not. No, no. Wednesday. 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 At least you're safe. At least Tashawn and Tara are safe. I guess that's my silver lining here. You know, and and. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, I'm like, this is this week's gonna be awesome. And then I'm, I'm like, the fake double eviction. I'm like, oh no. And then he, like hearing and seeing what happened, I'm just like, oh my god. Okay, here, here with in this episode tonight with Kiefer saying to Tara, like, hey, like, there's some good things to Braden's game. Like, you know, he's he's fought his way here. He's had to survive it, friend after friend going. He's been whatever. Did this plant the seed in Tara's mind that you know Braden is a, a, a different kind of threat? Maybe a uh, you know, the kind of like under the radar player that she is, he's got a better version of that story. And this is why she's put him up here. No, no, just dumb. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, there has to be some kind of rational explanation. No, he agreed no. to it. He didn't seem to mind it. And to have a calm house. So said, so done. Like Braden went, he went last in our draft, right? Nobody wanted Braden uh, originally. I feel like he, you know, that was not deserved. Clearly, he's here at final six, and we thought it was going further. But if he's, I think he's dead now. I think after the, 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 the here's my prediction Thursday, it's 100% Braden who goes now. And, and who goes, so here's the thing voting on Braden now just basically gives key for a cushion. If he doesn't win HOH, that means he is going to probably he might get eliminated next week during the fake um hoh right and then he's gonna battle back <laughs> battle back brayden to get back in the show that just sounds like like kiefer kiefer with nothing to lose and everything to gain to get back in the house he would do it uh probably yeah like hey it's par for the course man like this is just how it's been going um uh, you know even when they lose they win somehow yeah so it's or people hand them the things you fail upwards in this big brother canada nine house you're certain people yep yep oh okay man i think we're gonna call it a night uh, yep. it's almost midnight here uh Ooh. thank you for listening and watching everybody uh and we're hope we'll be back wednesday Wednesday. We'll talk about the veto. Where what are they gonna oh, do? <laughs> we know, we know now what they're gonna do. But okay. Anyway, that's it. All right. Uh, thank you, Jamil. Thanks to all our listeners and viewers and subscribers. Check out everything else we do. And until uh, then, oh, oh, and play the sound clip, Dave. Oh, and play the sound clip, and there it is. And remember, someone. Oh, thank you.